Hello, everyone, and welcome to a super special edition of the App Advice Weekly Podcast. This is your host, Trevor Sheridan of AppAdvice.com, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Brett Nolan of AppAddict.net. Join us this week as we go in-depth on Apple TV Plus as we see a new morning for streaming mankind. How are you doing today, Brett? I'm doing good. I Lots of stuff to watch. I've been uh, pretty busy. And since we have this whole super special Apple TV edition, we decided to get in some pros when it comes to pop culture and streaming. So we're joined by the Secondary Heroes podcast. How are you doing today, guys? Yeah, hey, we're doing great, man. It's great to be here. Yeah, having to binge watch TV to be a guest on here. Fantastic. And who are you guys? <laughs> hey guys, uh, this is Frog. <laughs> and I'm an avid Apple user, DeLorean Wolfgang. Excellent. And so why should anyone care what you guys think? Oh, I don't know, I'm you're kidding. the one who invited I, us on. That's so. a great <laughs> question. <laughs> Sounds like that's on you there, brother. Full disclosure. I host the Secondary Heroes podcast with these guys when we talk about pop culture, where it's new movies, new TV. Be sure to check it out if you have any type of remote interest in that kind of stuff. And now we get to f- tie it in full circle with Apple content. And so with Apple TV+, Plus, there's not a huge catalog to watch, so it gives us actually time to focus on the few shows that are available. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's really not that many shows that they launch with. So, uh, And even then, there were only a few episodes of each show to really dive into. But uh, there was a mix of things there. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, a mix really of content. On your interest level. Right. <laughs> so I'm curious, how are you guys watching your Apple TV? Like, are you on an iPad? Or are you using an app on another, another streaming box? Or are you actually using an Apple TV box? Neither one, and not, not any of those. I actually use yep. my computer. None of them. Use my Your computer. Oh, okay. Yes. So I used my uh, phone to watch the first episode of Morning Show, and then I used my computer to watch C. Okay. I yeah. see. Ah. I see, <laughs> said the blind man to his deaf child nice. over the phone. <laughs> do they have phones in that show uh, they've had phones in pretty much every show they just haven't had that one yet they i know like how they like, we hey, need to find a, a way player. to put the product in there come on yeah yeah so for myself what i end up doing was on my roku tv i installed the apple tv app and i mostly use that but then i did hop onto like my ipad and my iphone and watched uh on the app on there too that makes sense oh yeah right on yeah, switch between I got to be the super Apple person. I got to use the Apple TV box connected to my TV. And then I use my iPad. And awesomely, it doesn't save my spot. So I'll let my iPad go to sleep after I pause. And then I have to start at the beginning. How far did I make it into this show? I don't know why they can't even have that basic. Like, seriously, they should have nailed the technology if you're not going to nail the content. Yeah, I was so gonna... mine did sometimes pause. It it seemed to forget sometimes. I think that's an iOS 13 memory issue for oh, not remembering because it did note it, it even on the Roku app. It seemed to remember where I left off as well, and I was able to just resume right in there. So well, that, I think it's iOS 13 that's the problem. That's awesome. funny because when I was watching on the computer, uh, anytime that I would just like pause it or anything like that i would just pause it just to like go do something else for a hot second i would come back and it would restart the entire show and i would have to find the spot that i left off on and it probably and then Hmm. i actually had a time where it just stopped altogether and restarted the show on its own so (laughs) 
do you think that maybe it's just there's so many users right now using this Apple TV Plus uh, now that they're doing this free trial that maybe the servers aren't being able to handle it? I could be because I did get a message once that said this program is not available right now and wow. then quit. Ooh. Okay. And then I launched it again and it said it connected fine. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm sure they've got to be getting hit with a lot of people trying to access it. So, who oh, knows? for sure. Yeah. Well, everybody wants to see Jason Momoa oh, scream some <laughs> scream abs. some gibberish into the sky. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? See you. <laughs> right? <laughs> he won't see you at all, that's for sure. That was a good one. And my next question after that was going to be, and I guess that answered my question, like if you were to say watch it on your iPhone, would it pause and then you can you know, go to your iPad or your computer and have it be in that same spot if you were linked up via iCloud or something? But it sounds so like that would happen. That, yeah, that did happen. Uh, I was watching half an episode on my phone, and whenever I jumped back into, whenever I jumped back into it on my computer, it did save that spot oh. and it said resume show. But for so, some reason, every now and again, it would just jump back to the beginning anyways. But okay. yeah, it was, it was pretty cool that it at least did that. Cool. All right. At least got something right. That was nice. Yeah. And so before we do get into the individual shows and our takes on it, I do just want to mention, you can sign up for a seven day free trial. All you have to do is go to the Apple TV app on your respective Apple device or download it to other third party boxes. And sign up for that seven-day trial so you can at least try these shows. Don't necessarily have to take our word for it. But also, if you've bought a new phone, a new iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro Max, or whatever stupid names they have, then you get a year free. So you can get 12 months of these few shows. And the seven-day free <laughs> trial's fun because they've made it so they only released the first three episodes of their big-name titles. So... After seven days, you're pretty much not going to see the end of these shows unless you do subscribe. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably because there is so little content that they have to roll it out slowly. Otherwise, <laughs> people are used to binging and they're just going to binge through and finish these shows and there's going to be nothing whatsoever left. Yeah, especially in seven, if they have a seven day free trial, you can probably get through all these. In that time. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Good point. Yeah, just imagine if Disney Plus launched without a back catalog and you're like, okay, I want to watch The Mandalorian and Lady and the Tramp and Monsters at Work. (laughs) It's like, okay, now what do I watch? You really need that back catalog and it's super noticeable without it on Apple TV. I I am so excited for that Mandalorian. (laughs) Disney's going to do the slow roll too, right? Yeah, they just have the the back catalog. And then Netflix is going to start doing it because Disney and Apple are doing it. Yeah. So. Uh, do, you, do you guys think that uh, at this point with this launch of Apple TV Plus, do you think Netflix is getting a little shaken in their boots? No. Uh, Disney I Plus, think... yes. Apple TV, no. No, no. <laughs> well, but think... this, is the first, this is the first step to all these streaming services finally coming up against Netflix. This is the first one to really kind of... I mean, I don't really consider Hulu that big of a competitor to netflix you know what i mean and then having apple tv plus and then soon it's going to be disney i mean do they do you think that they're kind of scrambling thinking what can we do to make people stick around for us 
I think there's just an if this launched with more content, I think maybe they'd be nervous. But where it lacks any content really whatsoever, I don't I don't see them getting nervous about this. HBO Max, maybe that's coming down the pipe. But I don't see this and Disney Plus. But I really don't see this being a, a real competitor to them. Yeah, not at all. In my opinion, either. Just not enough shows, not enough content. And even what I was available would not be enough, I don't think, for people to stick around because you can't binge it. So. Cool. Okay. Well, I figured I'd ask. Yeah. But I am surprised that they don't have that much content. I thought, you know, Apple would have secured something, used their billions to, I don't know, get somebody's back catalog somewhere, do something with it, but they didn't. They could have just bought Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Disney well, checked that box off. Disney owns Hulu. Yeah, Disney checked Disney that box off. Disney owns Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Disney, <laughs> never mind. Disney's going to use Hulu as their their uh, ground to drop any show that's not suitable for Disney Plus. Right. That's probably going to be their raw rating area. Like that's where the Deadpool and stuff yeah. like that's probably going to end up. Mm, true. But we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about Apple TV Plus. And we're going to start with the morning show because this is the most advertised, biggest star power and most intriguing just because I've seen. Well, pre let me just say before we go in, the online reviews of everything Apple has done is the worst reviews collectively I've ever seen of anything on Earth. I've never seen more collective negative reviews. (laughs) And it's making me question if I even know what's good. Like people are telling me this is the worst thing ever. And I'm watching. I'm like. I've seen much worse stuff than this. This right, isn't like is worse, but winning stuff. But come on, these reviews make this stuff like it shouldn't even have been created. It's like an offense to anyone who watches TV. That's how bad these reviews are of this stuff. These these reviews are of the morning show or of, of all the shows? The whole catalog, just everything together. Oh, okay. I want to know about the morning show. I thought that's where we were starting. <laughs> we are just it's a little caveat well, the reviews before we for the in. morning show are bad they they're probably the worst out of any just because i think apple pushed it so much that it was the highest thing to get knocked down and so sense. i think yeah. people went ahead and did it man i don't get it i'm gonna give my little hot take i actually enjoyed the show I finished the first episode and I was like, ooh, I kind of want to see what happens next. I want to see that second episode. I started watching the second episode and I was like, I turned it off after getting like maybe a quarter of the way in going, okay, I actually have to watch C today before I get on this podcast. So I was more excited to watch um, the morning show rather than watching C. Yeah, so I... I started to watch the morning show and I thought the first episode was so boring. I wasn't even about really? ready. I was about ready to stop and just not even continue with it. Well, I, so I came from it in a different, so they did their little announcement months ago where yeah, they kind March, of teased yeah. all these shows back in March. Right. Yes. And they had them come out and they're all laughing and like, right. all like joy joking around about the show and like, Oh, I'm and Steve Carell said, I'm this lovable character. And then I start watching this. I'm thinking this is it's not that funny. Is it? This yeah. is not funny <laughs> at all. And this is depressing. And I, I watch TV to get away from this kind of crap. And this is what I'm watching. And then I made it through the, that episode and they left you kind of on a little cliffhanger to want to watch the next one. So then I, I decided to give it another try and watch the second. And by the end of the second, I'm like, even though I still don't like some of the content in it, I'm I, like, they hooked me. And now, I, and then I watched the third and now I wish there were more episodes, but 
that first episode really didn't appeal to me, but then it kind of grew on me, and I like where they're going with it. Well, that's good to know, because I was kind of iffy on the first one. I didn't think it was bad. It was intriguing, but it was, yeah, like you said, it wasn't the tone I was expecting at all. I was not expecting to watch Dan Franson cry for five minutes in a closet. <laughs> um close up on her face like it was really oh, kind of just depressing yeah. and, and boring in spots really maybe um, it helped that i was out. eating lunch at that point i yeah. was eating lunch so i was able to focus on my soup rather than her crying <laughs> but there were some interesting <laughs> ideas there like to me it felt like they were trying to do what network did back in the day the movie network and a little bit of west wing in there too um i just felt like the the show it's the first because i only watched the first episode and it sounds like they probably had some good ideas to bounce off of but it did feel kind of stilted and cold to me um it felt very kind of like what i would expect an apple show to look like you know it opens well, with the everyone's first... apple phone you know their iphones ringing and <laughs> well, um, the first yeah. the first episode shots. it felt like they pretty much took the story of Matt Lauer. Yes. And was, it felt and like a Matt Lauer show. Let's just this, take this, this Matt whole Lauer show story. is based on Matt Lauer's life and they're dramatizing it. Okay. So whenever they did all the announcing, they definitely didn't say anything like that. But No, they sold the show wrong is what they did. They sold yeah. it as something completely oh, else. Yeah, because sure. you have to get used to Reese Witherspoon is like a drama actress now. She's in Big Little Lies. Then you have Steve Carell hasn't been in the office forever and he's done all drama right. roles since then. Jennifer Aniston wants to be considered you know, an actor, not, oh, I'm just Rachel from Friends. And so they've always been doing these type of queer things. She'll never yeah, not she be Rachel been from Rachel Friends. No, Rachel I, from I tried. Friends I'm like, 20 uh... years. He'll always be Michael Scott to me. So yeah. Michael Scott, that's the yeah. thing. He's he's not being a big goofball. And I was hoping whenever she goes into his, uh, his dressing room, I'm sitting there expecting to see a world's greatest boss mug <laughs> sitting <laughs> on his desk. Uh, for sure. I agree. That would have been great. But yeah, it, it you... With them not saying anything about the whole Matt Lauer story or anything like that, I mean, when you watch it, you're going, oh, my God, this is to the T. This has got to be what happened behind the scenes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because I even went back and rewatched that little intro where they like kind of just joked about this show. And it it's either he didn't really know what his character was going to be or maybe he did. But it seemed like a real poor choice of words for him to like. To express how his character was so lovable and right, everyone would love him and they're joking around and and it, it's a really serious topic that they're talking about in the show but oh, the way sure. they presented it was not like that at all at that no. little uh, apple upfront i'll call it uh where they just announced all the shows right yeah yeah you just yeah. have to change your perception going in for me i wanted it to be like newsroom you know, the Aaron Sorkin HBO show with Jeff Daniels. That show is absolutely amazing. It's one of the best three seasons of television of all time. The writing is actually just impeccable. And so I wanted it at that peak. It's not that right. peak. It's not going to be at that peak. That's a huge hill to climb, but it's intriguing. I was super engaged through the first two episodes. Even the end of the second episode, they twisted what I expected. Because they've been pretty by the book and the way they've been revealing things and they kind of took a different path than I expected at the end of episode two and so I like that that I just like everybody's character development I like that Steve Carell chose a role where he's trying to argue for something that is so disdained right now in our current culture that's what I'm saying that's what made it intriguing was all those little twists in there it's like that would make me want to continue to watch it other than other issues that I had with it I guess for sure, yeah. I and oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. To, I, you guys have pretty much already said it. 
Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> so maybe I need to check out then the second episode. I'm excited to get to the second episode. I'm going to probably, after I'm done here, I'll probably go inside and watch the second and third. The second episode ends where you will want to watch the third episode. So they do do a nice job of kind of drawing you in to want to watch more. Although once you're at that end of that third episode, I don't know when we get the next episode. Right. Uh, Maybe. Like, yeah. Does it turn into a week to week? Yeah. I think it's weekly, but they haven't really told us. Yeah. I don't know why they were never up front before November of how anything was going to work. And so now that we've actually launched in November, they're still not up front about anything. No, they're not. <laughs> it's kind of bizarre. Like, I do love the line from the morning show of the head guy is talking about broadcasters are going to be swallowed by tech. Mm-hmm. And I love the irony of Apple overseeing this and saying, throw this line in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make sure you put this line in there. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, by the way, true. put our iPhone in there, too. Yeah, yeah. and have yeah, a MacBook exactly. at the same time. I mean, every movie already has iPhones and MacBooks in it. It's crazy how yeah. many are seen. That's for sure. I mean, it's one of the most used ones now, so it makes sense for that to happen. And then I but. have one note where I put, right before the end of the first episode, I say, they better have a good conversation to end this. And they did. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston interview on the set was actually a really good back and forth discussion. It was, yeah. Yeah. And they made it so tense, too. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know that uh, Jennifer Aniston was coming off of something so disastrous in her life, and she was almost kind of projecting onto Reese Witherspoon, which was, it was very cool to see, because that's not something you're going to see in a bubbly poppy type of, type of morning show that we have now. Right. Yeah, I think that's what that that's my intrigue was that that scene. And then shout out to YMA, which is the takeoff of GMA. So instead of Good Morning America, it's Your Morning America. Your Morning America. (laughs) You deal with it. It's not mine. (sighs) That's pretty funny. There was one scene, I believe it was in this show. I feel like it was heavily, heavily sponsored by Chase Bank. I feel like. Everywhere I looked, you saw big signage for Chase Bank, and then they did a close-up of a Chase Bank credit card. And well, I don't think Chase that was in Bank. C. So <laughs> that definitely Wait, wasn't. Did you move over to C already? No, 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 no. It was in oh Ghost Rider, but we'll get to that. No. <laughs> Apple's no, got a lot of stuff. I, I honestly don't forward. remember this at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's either. Why so I wanted to like look it up really quick. That and I been, almost, I, I felt it was almost annoying seeing it that uh, that often. Well, I will say the phones ringing in the beginning was annoying. I was like, oh my god, how many people are going to wake up with the iPhone? <laughs> like, okay, oh. I get it. Oh, every uh, even the start of the second episode, there's pure blackness, and all yeah. you hear is an iPhone ringing. Well, well, what do you get? What was you guys' overall opinion then of morning news? We say it's Middle of the road, great, bad, indifferent. Uh, I, I don't know that it's enough to keep me as a subscriber, but it, it definitely improved from the first episode moving forward. So I'm curious to see how it is the rest of the season. Okay. And since I'm locked in for the year anyways, I might as well finish it out. Uh, but I don't know that it's that great of a show that would drive me to, to spend money to subscribe every month. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say if Morning Show was on Netflix, you'd be like, 
oh, this is a great Netflix show, and it's just something you add to your queue. But being like the standout top title on Apple TV Plus, it's tough. Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. It's like it wasn't quite good enough. Like you can tell you spent a lot of money on it, a lot of big name actors, but like there wasn't the intrigue was there, but it wasn't enough for me to want to keep going necessarily. So I don't know. What do you think, Alex? I'm sorry. I don't think that Chase Bank was in that. I must have been watching something else. <laughs> so your endorsement deal with Chase Bank, has that gone through yeah. yet? There, I, yeah, I, right? I that's what he was, was looking watching. at his phone for the email. He was like, that, that's why I was looking at my contract. phone. I'm, like, I'm, I'm scrubbing it. through the entire show going, There's, it had to have been this show. Um, but no, my overall, I only, like I said, I only saw an episode, episode and a quarter of the second episode. I really dug what I saw. I, I don't know why I'm intrigued by it, I, but I am. Um, mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm really all that interested, like usually would be interested in. I, I don't seek out these type of shows. And to be honest with you, when they announced it, I was like, this is going to be a goofball, just dumb. I'm not really going to be into this. I, it's going to be a hard pass. And then Trevor said, Hey, you're going to be a guest. You need to wa- listen to <laughs> right? it or you need to watch the show. And I go, ah, God. And then I watch it and I'm like, Oh, Oh, this is this is actually pretty good. (laughs) I think I'm actually going to revisit this. I actually didn't even expect to download Apple TV Plus at all. And I'm at this point, I'm really glad that I did. For me, I think the only thing that would make me want to continue would be Reese Witherspoon's character. I think she did a good job um, as an actress in this because I wasn't really impressed with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Even though I liked her in that interview, the one-on-one kind of thing, like overall, it was kind of tough to watch her. Yeah. Well, and Steve Carell, man, come on. Where's the it clown that I want to see? Yeah, I want to see I him know. be a clown. This wasn't goofy enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, I like but... that, that Billy Crudup. Yeah, I think Billy the actor is like... He's, he's a really intriguing character. Yeah, yeah. that the, character the really interests me. Like, I can't tell if he if he's super creepy or just really right. weird yes. and and odd yeah. but I, I, there's something there i'd like i'd like <laughs> to to hear see more of where that character is from and what he's gonna do yeah yeah i totally dig that too so yeah. that's yeah. the morning show that if you is. like newsroom it's not at that peak but it's your I, i'm pretty impressed now. it's my kind of show so i, I like what they're doing <laughs> now I got a question for you, Trevor. Uh, do you? Re- I, my brother seemed to recall some, them Apple saying like they were going to be able to show all these shows in the store and be able to have running in the store. I don't remember them saying that, but they dropped the f bomb so often right. in, in yeah. this show. Like it seems like it's probably about at least a one to two percent of the dialogue is just the f bomb. Uh. I don't know if that they could actually show this show in the store or have it running, except for maybe Mm. a trailer running for for the content. So I didn't hear them saying that they were going to broadcast the show. But to your point, they do drop a lot of F-bombs. I mean, in C and for all mankind, I was like, why is there so much cursing on these Apple shows? It, it, it's not just. It's like they're to the trying to be show. edgy. Like they're yeah. like purposely trying to be edgy. You can't just yeah. Apple. F-bombs to like, be edgy. That's like what Martin yeah. Scorsese tried to do with that. Wolf of Wall Street. He says like the F word like 10 times per minute or something. They say it 428 times in the movie. I mean, that's just old guy being out of touch and trying to be edgy. And that's how right. Apple feels like they're like the old guy. Who's <laughs> trying to trying be, in to the be edgy. service and being edgy? It does feel like that's a good point, especially after watching C, which we can talk to about next if you want to. 
Yeah, so C. There wasn't much to see here, sadly. Not really. No. <laughs> uh, no. Hey! Oh. <laughs> Does anybody actually think that Jason Momoa is a good actor? No. No, I mean, well, okay, he worked well in Game of Thrones. He's not on screen for his acting chops. He didn't even say much. He's not he a Shakespearean no, actor. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, even if he doesn't say much, even if he's out there not saying much, rely on your acting. Right. You know, it, it, mm. and the problem is, is, yeah, they're almost like they're going off of his star power. And his star power is. What? Did you see Aquaman? It was pretty bad. I, it was actually I couldn't pretty stand terrible. Aquaman. So... <laughs> I, I thought the CG in Aquaman was garbage. Oh, it was. I couldn't get past all of the pretty colors. All oh, the pretty colors and the pretty Yeah, ads. sorry. That's, well, <laughs> actually, I have to give kudos since we're talking about pretty colors. Yeah. Watching this show, it is beautifully shot. The cinematography, oh, yeah. the, There's the no areas doubt, right? that they're filming in, it's amazing. It's like Everything Planet Earth. Else, it's like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> it is like Planet Earth. And then the and then show happens. Like, yeah, oh, you're no. like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, just the whole premise of the show just seems so ridiculous. Well, the premise could happen, I guess. I like the where, premise. So It's kind of like Planet of the Apes. I like the premise. They just dropped the ball on it. But then you actually get into the the execution of it, and these people are wearing like nicely coordinated outfits. outfits. Right? They somehow put nose rings and ear uh, gauging into their ears and, without in like perfect right. symmetry, and like they're all I don't know. There just seems <laughs> like they, there's a lot of stuff that you would need at least one person who could see to yeah. nail this stuff down. That this supposedly happens when. There's no one left who can see. There's only and this people is that are blind. Centuries, centuries all like Daredevil, of being which blind. is amazing. You know, <laughs> I, I appreciate Matt Murdock pulling it off because he has the whole special abilities to it. But everybody on Earth now is Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. I mean, there must I mean, have been I a big could, chemical spill. On, <laughs> but on I could, I yes. could see it just for the fact that, like, Let's I mean, it's it. centuries. You, you adapt, you evolve. Like, I could see them doing that after being blind for so long. Possibly, but, yes. And and honestly, I really enjoyed. I and I mean, with a grain of salt, with Jason Momoa's acting and the fight scene was kind of, but uh, all in all, I enjoyed the show. Until they come to this queen part. <laughs> Agreed. I almost the turned it off one. at that point. You know, if like the, I was like, this is this isn't bad. I, I, the Ruse views are like ripping into it. I'm like, this is a passable show. And then the queen comes on. Right. I'm like, oh. And it's over. And then the it's the queen. And then the council, Literally. the queen's council, and all this. Oh, that queen BS. scene. Oh, God. Dude, oh, did she really like, have to do that? Like, this is no. uh, like. Stick yeah, that's with the not bad showing acting of Jason story. Momoa. <laughs> that, that's that's what they have in the front screen is just the queen, <laughs> just the, the queen story. going at it in the throne room. <laughs> I felt like we were in Mad Max territory at this point. Like, and what know, the heck? Yeah. What is she even doing there? And like, why are they no fire idea. around? Like, someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, why is someone's gonna fall in and stuff? <laughs> why do they need fire in the first place? Because there's Bill those two lame blind people who fall off the bridge. When right. they're going across, those two people look super blind. Like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but like, no one else did the whole show. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, so uneven. I, I only watched the first episode of this. I, did I, not I couldn't make put myself through the second episodes. one. No. So, <laughs> well, and the, that whole scene in the throne room with her praying to <laughs> we'll her God. That, yes. Um, 
Did anybody <laughs> else notice after she was done praying, a guy comes up and he says, hey, you have a message from so-and-so. The first thing she says, come. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I noticed that. Uh, I rolled my like, eyes. It's so, it's so on the nose. I'm like, yeah, dude, we get like what that. you just did. We understand. Yeah. You don't have to throw it in our face like that. Well, no, I did yeah. have to expect like, her to hand like, to get an iPhone with the message on it. Yes, no, uh, that's you. true. Yeah, <laughs> it has those new accessibility features on it. Oh, it's a tweet. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston pops up saying, "And here's your morning news." <laughs> But even the scene where they put on her robes is exactly like Daenerys in the, her first scene in season one of Game of Thrones. Oh, it was yeah. like a complete callback to that. It was almost like in your face there, too. Well, you have the whole Jason Momoa with Dothraki, like, ideas yeah, and saying words that you don't understand and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, and he had, I mean, he had to do his uh, Tahitian chant. Yep. Gotta throw the Tahitian chants in there. With just a different dialect. And everything. Yep. But what this show reminded me of was, um, and I hopefully none of you had to watch this show, but it was a show called Inhumans by Marvel that was on ABC. It lasted like, I don't know, maybe two episodes before it got canceled. But I was. I still um, have all seven episodes sitting on my TiVo unwatched. Oh, do not watch it because that's what this show reminded me of. It had that same exact feel, like that same tone, same feel, same awful dialogue. Um, it was like you can tell it was expensive sets and expensive cinematography with nothing else. Just everything else was just awful. And that's what the both shows are. So I would not recommend seeing C. Do not see it. Well, watch it until you see the queen. Then okay, you can there go. You go. Sure. All right, I'm done with this. Yeah, I mean, great the costume first part's design. not bad. Yeah, it's just great not costume good. design and great cinematography. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. 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 Well, and I didn't mind the whole finding a bridge and all that stuff anytime that you see the actual like <laughs> woods people it it's actually pretty entertaining but is it enough it, no i don't know the fight seemed re- weirdly choreographed to me like it, yeah, didn't, it was oh, stilted the was, fight scene was and and like i said i I'm said earlier, blind. it what was do? the fight scene was a bit goofy yeah, it was a bit feeling goofy. the ground but, like oh <laughs> but i mean imagine what it would be like being blind and Fighting. I don't care. That's my problem. Whoa. I don't want to. I did care <laughs> in Daredevil. And they the Daredevil's different than like, one the person. Daredevil fights are absolutely amazing. Right. And it's and because... some of the best. Yeah. yeah. It ties into the story. It makes sense. And it's one person against people who can see. Everyone That's who can't I mean, see, you're yes. like... It's boring. It's like these people kind of look around. like they can see. Right. <laughs> They're <laughs> swinging an axe and he's able to dodge it. Well, yeah. they have some people that have like other abilities that could see the future and then hear things right? from far away, and they never really. Right. I guess that's something they would probably develop over the length of the series. But a little more detail is like who has what abilities and who doesn't, or why some people have them, some people don't. I, I don't know. It just seemed like too convenient that they had someone who could do this and someone who could do this like the the MacGuffin plot points so they're perfectly lined up like i, I don't exactly. know it was kind of odd to me it didn't didn't it seem to like be fully fleshed out yeah nope. it's like they built the concept what if we had that new reboot of the planet of the apes idea and we didn't focus on the apes we focused on like the two million remaining blind people after the virus Okay, that's cool. That gets my mind thinking. And then they didn't know what else to do after that. They're like, now what? And this is the result. Yeah. I just don't don't care for it. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna probably. I think it was mediocre. Watch it. I'll probably continue. <laughs> I'll see what at least the second episode does. Okay. And I wasn't even trying to be funny there. It's too easy. Because then you have the whole Aquaman, and we go with S E E instead of S E A. Oh, there you much. go. Nice. <laughs> oh, Aquaman. I like that. But no, I'll, I'll continue to give this a try. I want to at least. I want to know a little bit more, maybe, because I, I, I'm intrigued by that world. I'm intrigued by this world of a place that we, a, a seeing people, have been in, you know, and how, like, I actually really enjoyed the fact that they had, like, certain weapons and certain drums that were made out of, like, a water jug that was obviously hundreds of years old that they turned into a drum. Uh, I just like seeing like that little little what a details like that. It's kind of like Waterworld, the TV show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, very cool. <laughs> very cool. I, I would watch a Waterworld that. TV I would watch show. Waterworld Are you kidding this. me? Oh, I, 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 I would put much Kevin Costner watch Waterworld in there. over this. Yeah. The question That's I had sure. the whole time is: Say you centuries passed. Is there a reason you have two million people left all on the globe? Would you specifically choose to live in like a wooded forest area? And with that, would you choose you to live see. by like an abandoned dam or any of the places? That, it's like a zombie survival apocalypse future. And they're picking these very specific areas. But again, like you said, they can't see. It's right, weird yeah. how they picked. And why did they go back to like Native American ways of living? Just because you couldn't see, wouldn't all the skyscrapers and electricity and everything still work? Yeah, they it's, should be because you'll see them there, and that when that when the when the uh, the hawk flies over everything, you still see civilization. Like there's still I don't know why and, everything. Oh, we're gonna go back to not using any electricity at all because we can't see anymore. I don't understand right. that because they're pretty good moving around and stuff. It's not like they're bumping into everything. I think they can turn on light switches. Yeah, and they well, built like their too, is, they built their little shed like shacks in like perfect lines and everything. Yes. So yeah, they obviously have skills. all the houses are still standing there now. Yeah, they're still there. Seven billion people. There's two million people. You can get go yeah, to like Beverly Hills. Go to your own mansion. Just, yeah, <laughs> live it up. Well, my man. thought too is why? What's why are they talking in broken English? There's some characters that talk in super broken English, and then there's right. other characters that are talking like we're talking right now. Yeah, who knows? Like it yeah, didn't make sense. It didn't lingo flow. for sure. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're talking straight up American accents. Yep. A lot yeah, of question marks I... with this show. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful to watch. So if you have a four K TV and a four K streaming box, looks amazing. Other than those CGI rocks, I hated the CGI rocks. Now, what was yeah, up with that? that? <laughs> Out of nowhere, <laughs> CGI rocks. Like, oh, okay. It was too dangerous for all those blind people to actually like set up all those rocks. Yeah, I will say, yeah I'm sitting there thinking, how did those rocks get to where they are? There's no way that they. How would they have climbed? I I I, I can't wrap my head around it because those are boulders. Those weren't just rocks. Those were boulders right. that were stacked up. It's like ancient Egypt times. I don't know why we regress to like ancient times. Yeah. It's the whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Let's Enough see about that. Are we going to give this a score at all? Yeah, C, C minus. C. <laughs> C. God, it works so many ways. I yeah, give don't. it two blind eyes out of five. Nice. nice. I say don't see it.
And then, did any of you guys see For All Mankind, or am I the only one who did? I did. I watched the first episode. Ooh, I did not. So with this show, it's pretty intriguing. I didn't know what to expect. And then you see that it's June 23rd, 1969, and you're like, wait, we landed on the moon July 20th, 1969. And so they set this whole thing up like they're doing the actual moon landing. Everybody's gathered around the TVs. And then it turns out a Russian's landing on the moon before America does a month later. And so the idea of the show is what happens next. How does it change the way we remember and proceed forward with our space program and what happens with NASA and everything. And this show has a lot of long soliloquies of human understanding and race relations and all like 60s boiling point ideas. And they're actually pulled off pretty well. I'm surprised. There's a lot of just dialogue of one character, but it's actually really well done. Yeah, so I didn't know it going in that that's what it was about. I didn't read any description or anything. And like you, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, we're about to land. We're going to land. And then all of a sudden you're shocked. Like, wait a minute, they beat us. Like, what the heck? Like, because they don't, they lead it in. Like, all these people are excited watching their TVs. Yeah, they show a bunch of Americans at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you get that shock. And then uh, so then I'm thinking, is this like an alternate history throughout? Like, is it going to be totally different? But then they start to line things up. So I'm curious to see how this changes history going forward with the show. This was probably my favorite of the ones I watched, uh, just because I think it lends Mm -hmm. itself to being that the period piece where you have all this stuff. Uh, during the 60s, set during the 60s, but then they can take in any direction they want because now they've changed history. So it, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be totally different. It could be somewhat changed. So this has me the most interested in seeing where they go with it. Well, wouldn't it become almost like a butterfly effect? One thing changes and it changes the entire history of everything. So Yeah, it's like our what if episode specific to the moon landing. There you go. Mm-hmm. On Secondary Heroes or on App Advice? On Secondary Heroes Podcast. <laughs> 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 Episode 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten about this because I remember seeing the trailer and they did actually spoil that in the trailer uh, for, the, for the show and I'd forgotten that it was actually on um, Apple TV. So I might actually check this one out. They do a good job it... of setting up the 60s and then they do a good job of the whole what if I... like. On Hulu, they have 112263, which is the James Franco version of Stephen King's book. And that's right. really interesting, but it, it's really heavy on time travel. So this kind of just strips out the time travel idea and just says, this is one alternate timeline we're looking at. Cool. Until all of a sudden we see an iPhone in the 60s, but we'll see. You never or know. do you? No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is one of the few that I did not see. Either. Wow. All right. Oh. And see. Uh, no you didn't see either. like Steve Jobs walking around in the background. <laughs> I'm sure like he'll probably make an appearance at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Right, so yeah, so keep an eye check. out for all mankind. I would say Morning Show and For All Mankind are the two best, and there's only like nine total shows, so that wasn't that high of a bar to achieve. Right. But again, <laughs> two good shows. That's a lot to ask for when you're competing with Netflix. Or yeah. upcoming Disney Plus and all of the different... Amazon has a ton of awesome shows. Yeah. Well, yeah and did you guys now... watch any of the oh, other shows that were on there or, or not? 
No, not yet. No, not yet. I'll definitely watch this one, but it's only two that I checked out so far. Yeah, that yeah, last yeah. one you just mentioned actually seems pretty uh, interesting, and I wouldn't mind diving on in on that because I love the... stuff like that. Alternate universes, fantastic. And the main guy is from Altered Carbon and Suicide Squad, and I would say this is better than both. <laughs> That's wow. not saying much. <laughs> but... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say Suicide Squad. You don't really want to compare to that. I know. No, it's a joke. No, I, joke. I, I, I got it. I got it. It's a I'm joke, nice. guys. <laughs> <laughs> there was another show that I literally know nothing about called Dickinson, which is getting some interesting commentary online. What's uh? Did you, did you guys catch that one? Yeah. So I watched the first episode of it, and this I didn't know what what it was going to be like going right. in. This was okay. actually a comedy. So oh. this is Emily <laughs> okay. Dickinson as like a child, and you see her growing up, and it's set in. I forget what what time period this is, but set in her time period that 18, she's growing mid up mid eighteenth century or mid nineteenth century, eighteen hundred mid nineteenth, yeah. And she's growing up in Massachusetts. Her dad doesn't want her to be a a writer, but she wants to be a writer. Okay. And it's they talk as if they're in current times, oh, and yeah. they don't huh. talk in like and there's current music and stuff. So it's kind of weird. It's almost like the way they did like a Knight's Tale and that where it's kind of set in a different time right. zone, but yet they talk more modern and it's so it's a little odd. Like I, I don't know if I like it or not yet. I, okay. I want to try more episodes. It almost feels like a CW show. Like jeez, oh, I don't know. It's kind <laughs> of I, 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 it's just weirdly done. They do these artsy things where you see like her thinking of poems and the writing kind of glows and then she'll have these things where she's obviously in her head talking to like the devil and things. So it's a very not at all what I expected. I expected more like a like a period piece kind of thing or a Pride and Prejudice kind of setup. That's what but I was thinking. Yeah, it's different. It's much different. So okay. I think it's meant to appeal to a younger crowd, uh, but I don't know. And jury's still out for me on this one. So I so, think it's time for Trevor's hot take of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't you watch a little bit of this before uh, so these guys got going on? Going into Dickinson, I was like, well, this is super stupid. Emily, or yeah, no offense to her. She's not the prettiest woman in the history of mankind. Okay. Right. And so casting Haley Steinfeld for her is weird right at the outset. I'm like, well, that's dumb. And then she's also known to be a recluse who no one saw the last 30 years of her life. And even when she was growing up in her teenage years, when this is set, she's not the most outgoing person. The only kind of notes they have is other people's journal entries saying, oh, Emily's a quiet one. We don't see her much. And she's kind of reserved and she sticks to books and all that. She's smart, but no one speaks to her. And so right. now we're building the whole entire show of her being like this outgoing like flower child like oh hey i'm super awesome i interact with everyone it's just a weird portrayal for emily dickinson and i was like okay well that's i'll just watch the show and i turn okay. on the show it's worse than i expected i didn't think it could <laughs> right. be it's somehow absurdly stupid that emily dickinson is known for her literary prose and all this kind of like eloquent speaking. You even see her actual journal entries and letters. She writes like, as you would imagine, somebody who is scholarly in the 1800s to write. And she's going to just talk like us 
we do now. And she even says bullshit <laughs> right in like the first openings before the intro title thing. She says bullshit. Okay, Emily Dickinson, I am assuming never said bullshit not. in her entire life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and wow. then like you said, they have that whole like modern, they take a line of her actual poem and turn it into like this poppy rap song right at the start. I'm like, what hmm. are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so... That was the first five minutes. I can't go any further in this show. I've already completely given up. This is one of the stupidest things ever created it's, and then executed. And that CW comparison is pretty apt, I think. Well, she, she, uh, the whole music thing, she needed something to listen to in her Apple earpods while she uh, was she writing those her AirPods poems. Pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kanye almost... is doing some Dickinson now. It almost seems like they were trying to make it like the, that Romeo and Juliet you know, movie with Leonardo DiCaprio or like a Sofia Coppola kind of thing. Oh, but and they that just was the done mark. well, man. Right, that was but they're done trying to do well. that, but I don't think they picked the right person to go after. Like no, you right have to pick a different person in history. <laughs> it just, yeah. I'm well, a big and the Romeo, fan, too. Romeo so. and Juliet's already a fictional tale. You're not basing it on somebody. When you're basing it on a real person, there's too much to go yeah. off of. You know, it's not just, oh, I'm doing my own twist on this person. It's not a created character. This person existed. You can't like, it happened. just yeah. take liberties with their life. <laughs> but they probably figure that people might know her work, but they necessarily don't know her as a person. Her as a person. Where they I don't know. Do Emily Dickinson is probably the most well-known recluse <laughs> outside of Howard Hughes and, like, crazy end of lives. Right. I don't know. I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> I know nothing about her. So. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> I know there's the Emily Dickinson house that you can go yeah. visit. She she lived most of her life in it. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah, she never you went outside. You wouldn't need much set decoration if they made this real. Instead, they have her go out in the town. Wow. I mean, I just went to the episode titles. The last episode title is about women's suffrage. I'm like, come on. You're going to have her involved in women's suffrage in 1838 or something. Doesn't make sense. Hmm. Fascinating. Hey, whatever. All right. Yeah. Skip this one. By there all you means, go. do yourself a favor. Go find a biography of Emily Dickinson. Or just read her work. This is fantastic. <laughs> Don't watch this show, apparently. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, and so since I have kids, I did yeah, I did dive into a couple of the kids' show. I did not go to whatever the one that's like the Muppets, because that's my kids are ten and twelve and that's way too young. Uh yeah. the helpsters, I think. So I wasn't even about to watch that. I did okay. watch uh with my ten year old, I watched Ghost Rider, which I guess is a remake of an I think from the seventies or eighties, uh, a similar show. I think so it was late eighties because I remember the name when I was a yeah, kid. And I, and but I, I watched was... that show. Yeah, back in well, the day. you're you're a bit <laughs> older. <old>. Yeah. <laughs> to those who are unfamiliar with the Secondary Heroes podcast, Prague is an old guy. I am. <laughs> I'm an old guy. Okay. <laughs> they it's they a like good to point running out. joke. Yeah, it's, it's a good running <laughs> joke. If you like old people jokes. <laughs> You'll like our podcast. So, anyways, explain explain what this show is. So, basically, it's this group of kids that are kind of got. So, this one kid is forced to move back to, I believe, it's New York City where they're in, and he's forced to move back, and because his his grandfather's not doing well, his grandfather has like this uh, library in like this 
multi-story home. It's in like the lower level of the home. He's got this uh, library in there that he's had for forever and ever. The grandmother passed away not that long ago, so he's not doing too well because he's sad, misses his wife, and the son is forced to move back, and he ends up kind of with this group of three other kids. And all of a sudden, weird things start happening, and like ghosts are talking to them and it's usually tied to like some famous story. So the first one's Alice in Wonderland and they, these kids have to basically solve a mystery and help this ghost do something. They keep on giving him clues and forcing him to, to help out. And so it, it, my daughter thought it was actually pretty interesting. We watched the first episode ends on a cliffhanger. And so it's a second part in the second episode. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, let's watch the rest. So we watched it. It was somewhat enjoyable. I mean, it felt like a PBS kind of kids show. It didn't feel anything different than that. It okay. is Sesame Workshop that they put it together. So it it could have just as easily aired on PBS. I feel like. Apple just bought this show. It was already going to be made and they just <laughs> right, they did something, right? bought it out. Yeah. Well, I'm sold. You said Ghost, <laughs> you said Alice in Wonderland, and you said Mysteries. <laughs> yes, I want to solve mysteries. Guess who? Maybe <laughs> I can of course. Maybe I can learn some Spanish with Dora the Explorer at the same time. Ooh, yeah, and Neil Patrick great. Harris does do a guest voice of the rabbit. In the first well, there oh, wow. Oh, well, <laughs> Apple's got the money for that. A series of unfortunate <laughs> events, to be sure. Oh, <laughs> oh. sorry, I said Siri. Oh. <laughs> Wait, On did your own Siri Apple just talk to you? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I, I will not be watching more of this unless my daughter wants to watch <laughs> okay. more of this. I, I, it was definitely not for an adult, but if she decides she wants to watch more, I get, I'm guessing YouTube will win out over this. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, We'll see. Hmm. Yeah, you you can't miss those unboxings on YouTube <laughs> and watching right? other kids play with toys that you want to play with. Right, Heck, or watch man. them play games. Those are those playing. are top tier <laughs> viewings right there. Yes, there was. Uh, oh, since we're keeping count, there was a right near the beginning a giant iPad Pro, of course, prominently displayed as he's FaceTiming to his friend mm, who's on a phone, obviously an iPhone. Uh, so <clears throat> yes, it and then there were phones shown later, uh, prominently again an iPhone, obviously. Probably in do children do FaceTime. 4K. I don't know. I don't even use FaceTime. I use it all the time. You're too old to know how to use yeah. FaceTime. Well, we well, my kids that. do yeah, use that's FaceTime. True. <laughs> as long as their friends have iPhones, my kids do FaceTime. So. Oh yeah. well, there you go. You got to be a okay. trendy kid. You have to have an iPhone. That way you could show it off at school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at uh, me. I have so, my... So beyond Ghost Rider, I did watch one episode of Snoopy in Space. In Space. And, uh, before we... in That's a secondary space. heroes episode, episode 36. I missed it. I missed it. Okay. <laughs> and so I've watched all the Snoopy specials growing up. I've come to, as I get older, find Snoopy incredibly boring. I don't know if that's a derisive uh, uh, opinion, but... I, I find him incredibly boring. Before we started, my, my daughter is a fan of Snoopy, but not necessarily of the shows, of the specials and things. She likes the character. Uh, but before we even started, she's like, oh, Snoopy, that's the wah, 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 wah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yep, well. that's the show. <laughs> and so it was only eight minutes. It felt like 30 to sit <laughs> through this thing. Ouch. 
it makes sense. Uh, it's just super slow. It, I'm like, it, there's a lot of episodes of this because it's one giant story oh, of boy. Snippy going to NASA and becoming an astronaut. But I, I'm definitely not going to watch more than this. I, I, I am not a Snoopy fan. That reminds okay. me, in For All Mankind, wow. they're in Houston, and on one of the desks is Charlie Brown and Snoopy in the little astronaut outfit. Oh, all tied it's together a, is a shared this is universe. All a shared it's a shared universe. <laughs> because oh, I can't the wait Russians land, land on Earth first, it results in the creation of the morning show and Steve Carell's downfall. And then in the future, we get a virus and we're all he blind. He creates the virus. Yep. Yeah, no, he creates yeah. the virus to make us all not see him. And it, it's all like, connected. Oh, oh, it's a Russian spy. Exactly. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> 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 I think we figured out Apple. I think we did. And so is so that everything? What? Is Apple worth it? We watched? That That's was everything I watched. I watched yeah. So I know there's Same that here. Queen something, that elephant documentary where it's like a March of the Penguins. It's like those new Disney ones where Planet of the Earth, if you like elephants, it's a whole hour and a half documentary about one particular elephant family and the struggle to survive. I'm sure it looks good in 4K. Yeah, I just right? I didn't have an hour and a half to watch. Yep. Yeah. And then I Oprah has a book club. You can watch that because who doesn't like Oprah's book club? Uh, and I guess she interviews them pass. in the Apple stores. <laughs> I, I think that's what it said in the description. She hmm. actually interviews these writers of the books that she's recommending in an Apple store for each one of them. Hmm. Perfect. <laughs> that's probably why they had to redo all the Apple stores and make them look super nice. Yeah, Oprah came in that and was like, I want now. interview area here. It needs this. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's not sitting, not waiting for a genius appointment. She's going in. No, she is not. <laughs> you get an appointment and you get an appointment. <laughs> Everyone's all happy. It's great. She came on to one of uh, the cruise ships that I worked on. Back in the day. Oh, nice. Yeah, she rented she... out the entire cruise ship. So check this out. This woman, uh, I mean, money is pff, nothing. She, sure. So she flew all of her cast and crew from her show. This is when she was can't, like uh, saying, you know what, I'm quitting the show type of thing. So she flew her entire cast and crew from Chicago, flew them to Spain boarded the ship in Spain, which she rented out. No other person was allowed on this ship except for cast and crew of Oprah. Wow. She rented the ship out for two weeks and went around all of the Mediterranean and they had open bar, free food, the entire deal. Stuff that like most people had to pay for. Dude, she, pff, she took care of everything. The only thing that people had to take care of is like excursions off the ship, but everything on the ship, I was like, good Lord. And her friend Gail, uh, she needed help around and I walked her around a couple times the ship. Oh, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm a nice fella. I like to guy. think so. <laughs> but it was interesting. It was really cool actually meeting a lot of those people because a lot of them didn't know what they were going to do because they've been working for her for the last 15 to 20 years. Oh, like, what? Kind of <laughs> I'm glad I got this vacation now. out of it. Right? No, they work for Apple now and work on a new yeah, show. Yeah, it's work on a go. new show. That'd be great. And so I think well, there's go. only like nine shows at launch, but upcoming, just in case you're deciding if you want to subscribe to this and this is not enough of a catalog, on November 28th, Servant is going to launch. It comes from M. Night Shyamalan. And it's going to be his usual thing. And uh, so 
You like him or you don't like him at this point? <laughs> wow, you couldn't sound more bored with that one. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and then there's an upcoming show with uh, Octavia Spencer and Aaron Paul about kind of a if a, one of those serial podcasts about became like real. It's called Truth Be Told. And this actually just I'm going to watch this one. I'm actually going to watch everything on Apple TV Plus because I got it for the next year because I got the new iPhone. So right, I'm all you, in. You'll have it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. Did you sign up with in. the did you sign up with the Secondary Heroes account? I did not. I signed up with the Apple oh, Heroes account. Oh, I did not. <laughs> Darn, because I've got all the logins for uh, the other one. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and really, I just don't know what to make of it. Like if. You didn't get the year with your new phone. I don't know how to recommend this. Give it the seven-day free yeah, trial. Either. You'll probably like Morning Show and For All Mankind. See, you're going to be like, this is dumb, Dickinson. You're going to hate that you even spent a second with it. And so beyond that, it's really tough to recommend just because of what else is out there. For me, I've already paid yeah. for three years for Disney+, Plus, and that comes out to like four bucks a month. So that's a super deal. Netflix... I pick it up every so few months and then watch a bunch for a month and then go to like Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime has been most of my watching content lately. And really, that's what makes it tough for Apple. They're going against established companies that have a gigantic catalog of things to watch. And you have two shows that are kind of interesting. And that's about it. Yeah, and Disney, they've already laid out their plans over the next few years of when stuff's getting released. Netflix always has a list of, like, this is what's coming, when everything's releasing. Yeah. Apple, like, we know some shows that they announced, like Amazing Stories. That is now kind of who knows where, because there I were forgot about creative differences. So, like, mm. I, I there's no clear like release timeline either so why would you sign up like you almost are better off waiting several months until all these episodes come out sign up for one month and then just binge away and watch as much of it as you want for five bucks yeah yeah that's a good call yeah yeah i agree because it's it's not like any of these shows are like you have to watch them right now yeah i can't imagine any of these shows are going to be like water cooler type of shows where people well we are doing a whole podcast about it so. <laughs> but <laughs> i get mind. your point i get your point and i agree it's just so sad you see apple arcade they launched with 70 titles and they've released five new titles a week since then that is too many games to play and then they're like over oh, tv we'll give you hardly anything and you'll be like what else do i watch now i don't know how you have such a different juxtaposition within your own company it's just crazy it is. Well, they're also and plus they're spending a fortune. Oh, this costs like five stuff. million yeah, like, for nine cheap. shows. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. I could have made nine better shows if you gave me five billion. I swear, I could have come up with nine better shows. Yeah, at least <laughs> find a writer. Yeah, Good I Lord. would just pay like Phoebe Waller Bridge to write nine shows <laughs> for five billion. I, I think, think I found somebody her. off the street. <laughs> oh, crazy stuff! So but there it is. That's Apple TV Plus. We hope you enjoyed our special edition of the App Advice podcast, and we hope you enjoyed the Secondary Heroes joining us. Guys, thanks for joining us. What? (laughs) Thanks for having us. Yeah, this was fun, man. I actually, I'm glad that you guys opened my eyes to Apple TV Plus. I was going to skip on it, and here I am. I think that it just, I might be a little fan, a little fan at the point uh, until I hear other good stuff. Yep. 
so cool. Be sure to follow at AppAdvice, at AppAddictNet, and at Secondary Heroes on Twitter for fun updates throughout the week, depending on if you like tech, pop culture, whatever it is. And to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. We'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later. All right, see ya. Pop, pop, pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know how to end that one. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs>